Hello, I'm Neil Quigley and welcome to the latest episode of my podcast. This week, it's a comedy Tringe Festival special telling you about how I made my stand-up comedy debut after doing a course at the event. Every summer in Tring, there's a brilliant comedy festival called the Tringe Festival. I first discovered it around six years ago now. I was working at a radio station in Ellsbury at Mix 96 and I saw an advertisement asking for would-be comedians, people who maybe fancied having a go at stand-up comedy. They could have a go at this Tringe Festival. They did something called the Roving Comedy Night, which was a night for complete amateurs to get up and do five minutes of stand-up in various pubs throughout Tring. After first getting eight weeks of comedy training on a comedy course. I've always been a massive comedy fan and I'll be honest, I did think when I used to work in various offices and various radio stations, I used to think I was quite funny, I used to think I was quite amusing. I had the quips, I had the jokes, had the lines, could make people laugh and secretly I always harboured some sort of desire to at least have a go at stand-up comedy. But as it was, somehow I'd reached the age of 34 without ever scratching that itch or giving it a try. So when I saw the chance to do this comedy course in Tring and at the end of it get to perform in effect four gigs on the same night, each of five minutes in length, I absolutely jumped at the chance. The setup was that you got an eight-week comedy course and then it was the gig night. You got to be part of the brilliant Tringe Festival. The man taking the course was the renowned comedian and comedy teacher, Logan Murray. He has vast amounts of experience in the world of comedy, has been a professional comedian for many, many years and at one point he was the comedy partner of Jerry Sadowitz. So he has seen some sights on stage, he has seen some wild and crazy gigs, he's seen things. I remember the first night turning up, I already knew one other person who was going to be on the course because someone else at the radio station was also doing the course and the comedy night with me. As it happened, once I turned up there, I also met somebody else that I knew who I met about 10, 15 years before. So I knew a couple of familiar faces going into the course. But apart from that, it was like the first day at school, which bearing in mind I'm now 34, was something I'm not experienced for quite a few years. Not having a clue what to expect or how this was going to turn out, I was fairly nervous and fairly apprehensive on that first night. Not least because this comedy course was taking place in a church hall, which you wouldn't think was necessarily the ideal place to nurture comedy. Logan Murray has been doing these comedy courses for years around the country, in London and indeed around the world. To give you a few of the names of people who have done a Logan Murray comedy course in the past, Rod Gilbert, Greg Davis, Josh Widdicombe, Andy Osho, to mention a few people who had been through the Logan Murray experience and came out the other side to carve great careers for themselves in the world of comedy. In that first week, we got to know each other a little bit and played lots of silly, funny games to help us get used to performing comedy and writing comedy. And the most important thing is, from week one, we laughed, and we laughed a lot. Logan really does invest a lot of time and effort into his courses and to trying to make them enjoyable and beneficial for everyone who takes part. Each of the eight lessons we actually had lasted between two and two and a half hours, but the time absolutely flew by. So much fun. I thought I knew a little bit about comedy and how to do stuff, but I learned so much about performing, about writing jokes, about minding the world and your own brain for ideas. There was 12 of us on the course and we all became really, really good friends. It's quite a big bonding experience. Every week you get together, we got to work in lots of different groups, we got to do lots of different, as I said, funny and silly games, which were lots of fun and just very, very funny to take part in. But all the time, you could kind of tell the whole group was kind of getting more confident and really becoming funnier. I did mention that the classes were taking place at a church hall. This could have been lifted straight out of a sitcom. One night, we're in 
the church hall. We're just getting everything set up. We're actually getting a stage set up because we're each going to perform a couple of minutes of stand-up in front of each other for the first time. It's very exciting. It's very nerve-wracking. Just as we move all the chairs and tables and get it set up for this, in walks the vicar with about seven or eight different members of the church. The room had been double booked and they were coming in to have a meeting for the church. Thankfully, they came in before we started, not halfway through our comedy sets. Otherwise, that could have been a little bit awkward. As the course goes on, you just play more games, basically. Writing games, performing games. Logan's philosophy is basically the best way to learn is through having fun. If you're having fun and having a good time, you'll learn more. And I can't fault that at all. Because not only are you having lots of fun and you are learning, because you're having so much fun, half the time you don't even realise you're learning. The whole point of the eight-week course is to build up to do this five minutes of stand-up comedy at the roving comedy night at the Tringe Festival. The way this works is we get split into groups and each of the groups will have a professional comedian who comes round with them. In the four pumps in Tring we go to, we'll each do our five-minute set in every one of the pumps and then our professional comedian will do a bit longer. They'll do 10, 15 minutes and headline. So we do loads of little mini gigs, basically. And all the roving comedy trainees are moving around the different pubs so we all get to perform in all of the pubs and everybody in each of the pubs will get to see all of the trainee comedians perform and all of the professional comedians do their stuff too. As the course goes on and with the various writing drills and games that we're playing and that we're doing, the Logan's teaching us, we each end up developing our own five minutes of stand-up comedy material, which we'll all perform for the first time at the Roving Comedy Night. And because we're all different people from different backgrounds with different life experiences, all of our material is completely different. There's no overlaps. We're all talking about different things and doing different stuff, which with 12 people in the same room, that is quite impressive. In the final meeting before the actual gig, the whole point of the night was we had to have our five minutes of material prepared and come and perform it in front of each other. For me, this was the first time that I'd performed any of my comedy material out loud in front of an audience, albeit an audience of 12, 15 people, but nevertheless an audience. So this bit wasn't too bad, to be honest. We'd grown together, we knew each other well, we'd all been on the same journey for the last seven weeks and we're all heading towards the same goal. So it all felt good, it all felt natural. Although I was a bit nervous and apprehensive as I was awaiting my turn to get up there and do my stuff. Logan and the rest of the classmates were very supportive. We were all behind each other, rooting for each other to do well. So every time someone went up and did their five minutes, we laughed out loud. Every time there needed to be a laugh, we were there. Gave them support, gave them a big round of applause at the end. It's all very much a together thing. A bit of a team effort, really, as we're getting to that stage. Because now there is under a week left until we go and perform, until we go live and all make our stand-up comedy debuts. That last night, though, was such a funny night. We got to see each other's material in full for the first time, performed to each other, and I've probably never laughed so much during one evening. I actually even really enjoyed writing the five minutes of material. It was fun to explore it, to try and make each joke better, work on a joke, change a joke. Initially, I think I wrote about seven or eight minutes, and then you've got to cut that down. You've only got five minutes to perform, which presents a nice problem and gives you experience of trying to edit yourself as well edit exactly what you need to say where can you shave off words because there's no point in comedy of saying more words than you need to basically if you've got five minutes of stand-up comedy if you could get a big laugh from saying the fewest amount of words that has to be a win-win situation bearing in mind logan murray does so many of these courses throughout the year they all have about 10 12 people on them but he really did take a massive interest in everyone was there to help was happy if you wanted to call him to talk about something or message him happy to respond happy to help you with the writing if you had any worries if you had any concerns and fair play to him he actually invited 
an open invitation to anyone who wanted to go round to his house a few days before performing, run through their set, have a chat to him, see if there's anything he could do, any tweaks he could suggest. I took him up on that very generous offer, went round and saw him, and before I went and saw him, I was relatively happy with my five minutes. I was a bit apprehensive, I was a bit nervous, I was a bit unsure if some bits worked or didn't. I went round into his kitchen, performed the five-minute set just to him. Then at the end of it, we went through it. He gave me a few pointers, always positive, always seeing the best way of doing things, always being very enthusiastic and very much making you feel like you were doing the right thing and it was all going to be great. I had been working in radio for around 15 years by this point and had lots of presentation experience, being on stage, hosting events, comparing events, very, very used to standing up there and chatting to people. That wasn't a problem at all. The difference in this was I was going to be standing up on stage for five minutes where I was expected to make people laugh. When you're hosting things as a radio presenter, if you make people laugh, it's a happy coincidence, but they're not actually necessarily expecting you to do that. This was very different. The other great thing about working in radio is everything you need is written down. You can just read it. You can have notes so you know exactly what you're going to say and so you don't forget. If you're going up to do five minutes of stand-up comedy, it doesn't look really good and aid the performance if you've got to read it out from a bit of paper while you're up there. And also, having never really done much acting before in the past, I never really had experience of learning lines. Therefore, one of the things I had to master for this particular stand-up comedy adventure was learning a whole five minutes of material off the top of my head, in there, ingrained, completely ready to use. My memory isn't sometimes the greatest either, so it did present a bit of a problem. The way I got round this, I actually recorded my set onto an mp3 player so i had it on an mp3 player and for about a week or so leading up to the roving comedy night and the first gig i when i went running would put the mp3 in and listen to it five or six times the whole set while i was running if i was doing any train travel or in my car traveling anywhere i'd stick the mp3 player on and just listen and listen and listen i found that did help actually with trying to learn it the only other way to learn as well was just to read it over and over and over again which i'll be honest was quite boring and monotonous but you know if you're going to perform you want to get it right you want to have all the material there you want to give yourself the best chance you possibly can to succeed and of course what i hadn't realized because i've never really done this before if you are reading something over and over again or listening to it over and over again to learn it even if you think it's the funniest thing in the world when you wrote it by the time you've listened to it and read it that many times you do begin to question whether it is actually funny or not because you've heard it read it so many times it kind of can seem to almost lose the initial comedy value you thought was in it in the first place that is when it's always good to have a comedy guru like logan murray hanging around anyway i managed to learn it all i had the one-to-one coaching session with logan murray i knew my five minutes and the day of the roving comedy night in 2012 my stand-up comedy debut arrived At this point, I already knew which group of my fellow trainees I'd be going around the pubs with, and I also knew which professional comedian would be going around with us as well. The professional comedian going around with us was the brilliant Tony Law. He really is, though, excuse the pun, a law unto himself. The way he does things is a little bit different, not really following any particular manuals or rules of comedy, but he is very, very funny. So I was looking forward immensely to meeting him and working with him. 
The day does arrive. I spend most of the afternoon leading up to the gigs in the evening, standing in front of a mirror at home and doing my five minutes, trying to remember it all, not looking at my notes, hoping I've got it grained, checking my mannerisms, checking my expressions, making sure it feels and sounds as good as it possibly can. I drove myself over to Tring, parked up and met the rest of the gang. We're all meeting in a pub before the gigs just to catch up, make sure we knew exactly where we were going and what we'd be doing. At that point, it was also being filmed for a TV documentary, which as far as I know, has never actually been released yet. But there were cameras all through the courses, all through the weekly comedy courses we were having at the church hall. And also there were cameras around the whole time. So we did a few interviews in the pub saying how nervous we were and how we're looking forward to it. So that was good. And weirdly, doing that actually calmed me down a little bit. It just gave me something else to focus on. Just chatting to the cameras and doing some stuff on the microphones actually made me feel a bit more at home. And then once we had our pre-gig briefing, it was time to get into our groups and head to our first pub. I have been on stage lots and lots of times, hosted some quite big events in front of thousands and thousands of people. In the first pub we were performing in, there was probably, I don't know, 80 to 100 people sat there. As the compare is on and we're waiting for them to announce the acts, I had probably never been more nervous than I was at that point. Absolutely terrified. I had, however, volunteered to go first in our group, so I was going to be the first one from our group to go on stage and do my five minutes. And because this was our first pub, I would be the first trainee that this audience would see. Now, the compet had done a great job. She was brilliant. She'd warmed the crowd up. They were ready. They were up for it. It was my turn. So my name's announced for the first time. I walk up to the stage and I do my five minutes, and I'll be honest, it goes okay. I get a few laughs in the right places, I enjoyed myself doing it, I did my five minutes to time. Comedy guru Logan Murray was actually in that pub as it happened to watch it, so it was great to have my teacher there watching me, and hopefully marking me, and just there smiling and laughing at the back. It felt great, it did help really, seeing him there. It was also this gig being recorded. This happened to be the pub that the TV cameras were in who were making the documentary, so they were filming all the performances so I got my very first performance filmed just to make the nerves a bit less and get the pressure down a little bit but as I said it went well loved it rest of the people in my group went on and then Tony Law goes on and absolutely storms it fantastic brilliant whole pub is rocking with laughter this then happens another three times we move up the order so in the next pub I went second and in the next pub I went third we just moved it all around every time Tony Law comes on and finishes off and absolutely storms it you can't buy experience you know a man who's been in the game a long time and knows exactly what he's doing. Does exactly the same stuff as we all do in all the pubs, but changes it slightly to fit the different clientele in every pub. Very subtle, very clever, very funny, really good. I would like to say as the night went on and the gigs went on, the nerves got less, but that would be a complete lie. was completely nervous before every gig before I started, but the whole night went okay, got some laughs, enjoyed it, it was good fun. But the feeling after when we'd done the four gigs, we all met up together back at one of the pumps in Tring. Bearing in mind, it was all our first times doing stand-up comedy. We'd spent eight weeks together, three hours or so every week. We knew each other really well, met lots of great friends who I still keep in contact with from that course. We were all back in the pub after. With such a great feeling of euphoria and satisfaction, we had a few drinks. It was a fantastic night. I would absolutely recommend doing that if you get chance. Tringe Festival, roving comedy night. They tend to do it 
every year. You get Logan Murray teaching you for eight weeks, and then you get to try your hand at stand-up comedy. Even if you've got no desire to be a stand-up comedian full-time, it's just so worth it just to help with things like anything you need to write, creativity, to public speaking. It's just so worth doing the course for all of those reasons. And most importantly, it is just so much fun. You'll have an absolute ball and a blast. It's really, really good. Now, fast forward five years after that initial gig to last year, 2017. I got an email from the guy who organises the trend saying, basically this year, the roving comedy night is going to be a bit different. We've now been running it for six years. So what we're going to do, we're going to open it up to people who have done it before to see if they want to come back and do it again. First time round, it was honestly one of the best things I've ever done. So the chance to go and do that again and relive it again, I could not resist. So I signed up for it straight away, so I'm definitely in. Now, since that initial roving comedy night, I've done a few gigs here and there. I've kept my hand in the comedy world and I've done quite a bit more writing. So I've got all new material to do. It's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. This time, we don't get the benefit of the eight-week Logan Murray course leading up to it or we don't get the great man to go through our set. But, you know, I'm a bit more experienced now. I'm looking forward to it. I'm quite confident and happy that I've got the material and I've got the skills to go up there and do it again. In life, sometimes they do say you should never go back, you should never do things that went well or you enjoyed the first time. But I was more than prepared to risk it for this event. Once again, second time around, it was just as good. Same format, we did our five-minute sets in four different pubs in Tring with a professional comedian. This time, the professional comedian was the very funny Paul B. Edwards. He was with us, he looked after us, he uh, took us around and headlined all of our mini-gigs. And again, we met up after in the pub and had a debrief and a few drinks. And once again, for me, it went well. I enjoyed doing my sets, got some laughs, had a great night. It was great to catch up with so many people as well. Ben Morehouse, who runs the whole Tringe event. Logan Murray, my comedy guru and comedy teacher, he was there. And some professional comedians that have done it for many, many years. Great comedian from up north called Silky, who comes down every year and takes part in the Roving Comedy Night. A fantastic bloke, a very, very funny comedian. In fact, after the first time I did the trench, my first experience, my first rock and roll experience, I ended up giving him a lift back to his hotel. So it's always good to catch up with him. Arthur Smith has done it a few times. Weirdly, he'd done it the first time I did it, and Arthur Smith was back for the reprise last year as well. He's always good fun and very interesting to talk to. Dominic Holland's done it a few times as well as the professional comedian and he is very very funny very good and again another really nice bloke to talk to you do hear some myths about stand-up comedy about how all comedians don't like each other they're all battling against each other they're all nasty they're all difficult behind each other's backs could not be further from the truth most comedians are so supportive of everybody else on the bill they just all want everybody to do well want everybody to get laughs obviously yeah sure they want to get more laughs than everybody else but not necessarily at their expense and it's in everybody's interests if the whole night goes really well so everybody goes down a storm so there's a lot of camaraderie a lot of help a lot of assistance on the roving comedy nights the professional comedians are always happy to offer advice offer suggestions you can ask them questions it's just a great experience and a great chance to get to talk to these guys who have been there doing it for years out entertaining crowds all over the country and all over the world and getting lots of laughs it's a brilliant experience i loved going back again last year this year i'm not performing but i have book tickets to go and see the roving comedy night in Trent. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great night. I can't wait to see the next batch 
of Logan Murray trainees up there on the stage doing their business in Tring. It's going to be fantastic once again, I'm sure. And the Tring Festival itself is on for three weeks from the 24th of June, which is the night of the Roving Comedy Night this year. There are lots of great comedians there performing at the Court Theatre in Tring, mostly doing their Edinburgh warm-ups. So they'll be doing work-in-progress shows, honing their shows which they'll take up to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. The comedians actually really enjoy coming down and playing this festival. It's a nice crowd. It's a chance for them to get out of London as well, the London-based ones, and not travel too far and have a good night. So it's well worth, if you get a chance, getting along to one of those Tringe Festival gigs and supporting local comedy. Although I will say they do sell out very, very quickly. So maybe you need to get your tickets quite early to avoid disappointment. That's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. The Tringe Roving Comedy Night has actually produced some award-winning comedians itself. Olaf Falafel, Fred Ferenzi and Big Ron have all done the course in Tring and gone on to win some national comedy awards. So well done to them. As I said, that is it for this week. Have fun, laugh lots, be nice to each other. I'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye.